Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Sam the SLB, and alongside me today is a special guest coming to you to talk about our favorite promotion from across the Pacific Ocean, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Ethan, we come to you from Above the Ring, Shippet Studios, Premier Wrestling Podcast, covering all things from AEWWE worldwide. Ethan, how are we doing? Wrestle Kingdom 1792 has come and passed. We're go looking into, uh, we're in February, Battle in the Valley is coming in February 18th in San Jose. Yeah, I can't wait for, Wrestle Kingdom Night 2 is good, and can't wait for Battle in the Valley. Yeah, it'll it'll be a good card. We're gonna run through that uh in a minute. New beginning, I believe, is going on due to the timing of the recording and when this drops. We're not gonna go through the schedule like we usually do. But up next, the big event is obviously Battle in the Valley in San Jose, California. Handful of matches, actually nine total at the moment. There's some really interesting ones. Uh Alec Coughlin taking on JR Kratos in a singles match, David Finley versus Bobby Fish in a singles match. The big one, Kyrie taking on Mercedes Monet or Sasha Banks from WWE for the IWGP Women's Championship. Fred Rosser taking on Kenta for the Strong Openweight Championship. Uh, Okada, Takage, Takage, and a third member is going to be a triple threat for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Jay White taking on Eddie Kingston. Tom Lawler taking on Homicide in a Filthy Rules match. The Motor City Machine Guns taking on West Coast Wrecking Crew for the Strong Openweight Tag Titles. That'll be interesting. I'm going to mess these up, Ethan, so correct me if I'm wrong. Mascara, Dorada, Josh Alexander, Adrian Quest, and Rocky Romero taking on Kushida, Volador Jr., Kevin Knight, and the DKC. Yep, you got those right. And uh, correction for the IWGP World Title, it's either Okada or Shingo against to be determined. So the winner of the Osaka match will defend against to be determined at Battle and Fat. Okay, I totally, I don't know how I messed that one up. I'm usually very thorough on that. That's, That's fine, okay. Though. And then we got Fish, two pre-show matches. There, Coughlin, Kratos, Finley and Fish. The IWGP Women's Title match looks excellent. Strong up away title match looks pretty good. World title match can't really comment yet because we don't know who, what's the official matches yet. White and Kingston look pretty good. Filthy rules fight. It's pretty much blood sport that GCW does. Like you said, strong boy tag title match. That sounds like an excellent match. I mean, more machine guns are just playing on excellent matches in impact and strong. The eight man tag looks fun as well. We got the mixture of junior and heavyweights. We got, like you said, Josh, the impact world champion, Rocky Romero, who won the NW World Walterweight, hysterical Walterweight title from Fuller Jr. That's an excellent match. Am I? Go check that out. That was from CMML's Friday Night Show uh, last week. And Young Lions are going to be in there. As, as we've seen, Kashin and Kevin Knight been teaming up over the last couple months. So that, that looks fun for Battle in the Valley. It does, and I'm assuming there might be maybe like one or two other matches. We still have a couple of weeks to go. The one question I had about this match, is this taking place before or after Jay White's match against Hikaleo? This is a week, exactly a week after that match with Hikaleo. Interesting. That's an that's interesting. It's a loser leaves Japan match, though. It's not loser leaves New Japan, right? No, it's loser leaves Japan. So I mean, wait, can technically if he loses, which I mean, I don't know. It, that's actually hard to pick. I don't want both of them to lose, but I see more Hikaleo losing. But I would not be surprised if White does. But wait and see next Saturday. Um, by the way, I got to brag. People who said Jay White's going to be in the Rumble, you were way wrong. I timed that. I looked at that when uh, that match was going to happen compared to the Rumble, and I'm like, I'm not going to make that choice. Um, well, if it came out, like, just aside, 
rant for a sec. I mean, if he did come to the Rumble, yes, it would be cool. I get that. Don't get me wrong. That would have been awesome. But, I mean, you A, that technically contract breach, in a way. Yeah. And B, we pretty much know who's winning to lose the Leafs Japan match. So I'm glad they didn't bring Jay White to the Rumble. No, it's it's it was good. So it keeps it, it keeps it still unknown. And I really like that. And I'm looking forward to uh seeing that match play out. But speaking about talent leaving Japan, well, actually New Japan, Kota Ibushi was just recently announced he will be leaving New Japan Pro Wrestling. I know he's making some of his debut over with GCW and um Josh Barnett's Bloodsport event. Yeah, and he's taking part uh Joey Janela's spring break as well. So he's got yeah, I wasn't expecting to see that. New, oh, I I knew he. I figured he was leaving New Japan, but I was not expecting him to show up to GCW. I mean, Ibushi's done everything in New Japan. He's been a one-time IWGP Worldweight Champion, the final ever heavyweight champ, Intercontinental Champion twice, three-time Junior Champ, Junior Tag Champ, Kenny Omega, former IWGP Tag Team with Hiroshi Tanahashi, former Neverweight Champion, two-time G1 Climax winner, 2019 2019-2020. New Japan Cup winner in 2015, 2011 Best Super Juniors winner. I mean, he's done it all in New Japan. Obviously, like, was there wasn't really much for maybe go after the U.S. title, but but I'm glad he's getting back in the ring first on since October 2021 when he lost to Okada in the finals after suffering a nasty shoulder injury. But I'm glad he's getting back in the ring, though. A little shocking is GCW. Nope, not trashing GCW. Just disclaimer. Just a little surprise. I was not expecting that news yesterday. Where do you think he goes? Do you think he stays and goes like All Japan or Noah? Do you think he goes to WWE? Do you think he goes to AEW? I mean, his his options are open. I mean, even WWE wanted him a few years back during the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah, I honestly I don't see him in WWE. If I had to, if if you're saying in Japan, I could see him in Noah. Maybe do a quick run in All Japan, but I think he ends up in AEW because I mean he's got his best friends. So he's got Kenny there. He's got the Unbucks. He's got Hangman Page. I mean. He probably said in an interview that he was that his best friends were there. So you tell me you're going to AEW to tell me you're going to AEW. So he probably I think he'll be in AEW by early next year at the latest. I don't see him going to WWE. That's fair. That's a good that's a good assessment. Especially by that point, probably do some things in the states and double or nothing maybe. Or he might show up at Revolution if we're going the AEW route. You know, be a big surprise for one of those two pay per views. I can I can. I can definitely set maybe a little more towards double or nothing, but I mean, hey, it's a revolution. I got Tony Khan. If you book him, please give me Brian Daniels and his Kota Bushi, please. I think Abby. everyone wants that. Please. <laughs> you know, I I think to go on a, uh, a side rant, there's so much opportunity for Brian Danielson to wrestle some of these guys over in Japan. Well, um, Osprey, <laughs> Osprey, Okada. Um, um, Tomohiro Ishii. I mean, we can go on. There's a lot of them that I would want to see him wrestle. Yeah, that being said, if that happens, that would be a lot of fun. Uh, speaking, well, I'm doing these segues uh, pretty smooth today. You, this is something you had mentioned to me. Um, and I wasn't really, I, I definitely missed this memo, but I'm going to let you take the lead on this one. This one is about New Japan Strong's recent changes coming up. If you haven't seen it, they're not doing tapings quote-unquote anymore they're they're going live and on demand so the first strong live will be battle in the valley february 18th excuse me and then uh basically once it goes when and then we have on demand so in march it'll go on demand it'll be a four-part weekly thing during the show almost like what access tv is doing right now on new 
when New Japan's doing on Nexus TV, just with strong stuff. So in March, they'll show parts of the Fountain Valley within four four parts. It'll be the same thing for Capital Collision in Philadelphia and Washington, D.C. So instead of all tape, it's going to be technically live. And then in March, they'll drop on demand. So I think I think that's a good move, honestly. And what a good way to start off about in the Valley there in February 18th. And then if you don't can't watch it then, I guess you have to wait till March to see some excellent matches there. Strong on demand. Is that going to be is that going to be on Access? I know you said it's like Access, but. Oh, so so the New Japan stuff. On accident, there were show Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. But with Strong Demand, it's bait. they're taking all the stuff from Strong Live. So Bound the Valley will be a four part. So it's almost like what they're doing with Access right now, but instead of like old New Japan matches, they're just doing strictly strong stuff. I just figured I'd ask. I'm like skimming through the actual note from New Japan's website. It mentions on demand strong live, strong on demand. The way the way it's worded, uh, those tapings being distributed every week on New Japan World and Fight. Okay, so not too different except for them going live. Yeah, so basically the first live episode, we'll just say, will be Bell in the Valley, and then in March, they'll drop, they'll do four parts, so I imagine they'll probably do like two to three matches, I imagine. Okay. Maybe four. I know sometimes, I know when Strong, they were tape, I know they did it between three and four at the most. Like, I mean, it's an hour at the most, hour and ten at the most, but I don't see it doing any more than four matches. So, I mean, do four part episode. Yeah, three or four, you should have it done. Yeah, no, this will be it'll be interesting. I mean, it'll, strong is a pretty good product that they put out. Definitely been nice to see a live crowd. They have a live crowd, but see them live and give this presentation of the product and hopefully grow it, get more people because California is a big state. So to have them record in the same place all the time, uh, difficult for people to tra- <laughs> to travel just to watch one episode. Yeah, they've been the most of their strong tapes have been in California. So what they, I know they went to Dallas, Fort Worth area. They went to Charlotte. They went to where else did they go? They went to a bunch. I think Inco. I can't remember what else they went now, but I know Charlotte and Dallas, Fort Worth. Oh, St. Pete and Charlotte and St. Petersburg was another one, like the Florida area. That is like an hour for me. I wish I knew that. <laughs> yeah, they, I think that came a couple months ago. Early last year, I can't remember exactly, but the guys from Keeping Strong, so they they were there. Big and strong. I should probably run down the results from this past week's strong. Yeah, why not while we're right here talking so, about it? So Nemesis, the final day of Nemesis tour, we had three matches. So the opening match, Blake Christian defeated Kita, seven minutes, seventeen seconds via curse dump. Fun little match to kick off that episode. Of strong Blake Christian's been everywhere gcw has been on strong on and off and then basically taking Seth Rollins' move with the curse dump get the win fun little match i gave it six out of ten then we had mystico defeat mysterioso who looks like scott son and Rey Mysterio had a love child in 12 minutes and eight seconds via La mystica fun little luchador match i give it about seven out of ten and in the third and final match the main event fred rosser makes his seventh title defense defeating pierre avalon via Excuse me. Uh, 12 minutes and 8 seconds. We have Chicken Wing STF. Sam, I know you like Peter Avalon, and I do too, but ugh, I this match sucked. No, I did. So I did watch it, and it was a little, definitely not what I expected. I was I was expecting to be a little better. Yeah, like, Avalon comes out, basically interrupts him, says prime time. Froster beats, beats the piss out of him, pretty much. And then literally, and then they keep going with his music, like, what? And then it was, it was almost like a squash match. And don't we? I like both men, 
but like I'm sorry, this match sucked. I I gotta give it two out of ten. Look, I could not get into this match at all. Yeah, no, I was hoping for something a little a little better, but it's interesting now because what Fred Rosser's taking on Kenta. Paying attention to see what happens uh, with Strong, even though it's only an hour. It's kind of like watching NWA. It's an hour. You know, yeah. it's short it's a, matches. They don't go too long, which I like. It's a, it was a quick watch. What's not a quick watch, though, Ethan, this Kenji Muto, I don't know what you want to call it, this uh, going away tour, you know. I'll let you cover all of that because I know he's wrestled a, a handful of matches in his final days as a talent. Okay, so I'll run down the February 21st car. So this is his final match as Kenji Muto. Is he actually going to retire? Is that, that, that's the main question. I'll wait and see, but I'll run it. So it's pro, so it's all promotions, Pro Wrestling Noah, Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling, DDT, All Japan, Dragon Gate, New Japan. But I'll run down the car real quick. So Masaki Mia and Dagi Emba goes against Yoshikari Emera and Yashitaka Yano from Noah. Then some eight woman tag team match from uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling. We have Yuka Sakisaki who is on AEW Dark Elevation right now. Mayu Yamashita, Shoko Nakajima, Erika Tatsufumi goes against Yoki Ari, Miyuki Watanabe, who is the International Princess Champion, Maki Ito and Misuku. I probably butchered the shit out of those. <laughs> uh, six man tag team action. We have the good looking gentleman. They named the group Sam, not me. Uh, that is Jake Lee, Jack Morris, and Anthony Green. Goes against Segura Gun. That is the GCW. Oh, GCW, Jesus Christ. GHC, Tag Champs, Takashi Shigura, it's Tochi Kojima, and also Timmy Thatcher. By the way, he had an excellent match with Brian Danielson last night on Dynamite. Haven't checked out, go check it out. Tim and Tag Team match, we have the Junior by Tag Team Champions, Yoshiari Oguara, Ita, Haya, Chris Ridgeway, and Daga. That's Stinger, what Daga. Goes against Asushi Kojiji, Yohei, Siki Yoshioka, Alejandro and Junta Miyawaki. Miyawaki, one of two. <laughs> and from DDT, some more eight man tag team action. We got D37 Kamina. They had a KOD tag teams, Mayo, Shama, Kachimura, Yoki Ino, and Toye Kojima. Goes against six, one third DDT, six man tag teams, Tosita Endo, Hideki Okada, Yua Takashika, and Takashi Shoda. Then we got Dragon Gate versus Noah. We have from Dragon Gate C, Brats, they are the open Dream Gate champion, Shun Skywalker, Kai, and D. Monte. Goes against Mayanobi, Nomuchi Mirafuji, the national champion as of right now, Al Hedro, D. Dr. Wagner Jr., and Ninja Mac. More interpromotional match. This time it's all Japan Pro Wrestling versus Noah. Represent all Japan Pro Wrestling. It is the Triple Crown champion as of right now, Kinto Miyahira, Suwama, and one half of the World Tag Team Champs, Yama Oigoi. Goes against Pro Wrestling Noah's Congo, that's Keno, Kazuhiko Nakajima, and Minabo Soya. Another prom- interpromotion match, tag team action. We have Bullet Clubs as Ghetto and Taiji Shimori. Goes against Nosawa Range and Masta. This is Nosawa Range's retirement match. And a champion first champ match. We got G- IWGP Jr. Champ LAJ's Hiromu Takahashi. Goes against the GHC Jr. Machine of uh, Kutsuka. I think I butchered that. And another champ first champ match. We got this time, the IWGP World Champion Kashishka Okada goes against the GHC Heavyweight Champion Kiyoki Omiya. We'll get to what happened there when we review Wrestle Kingdom. In the main event, Kyuji Moto goes against Tashida Naito in the main event. This looks like a good card. The only 
matches I'm really looking forward to fight to pick two will be the Battle of the Junior Weight Champs and the Battle of the World Champs. I mean, Luju and Naito look pretty good, but the Battle of the Junior Champs and the Battle of the World Champs are the two I'm most excited for. I don't know. I'm still kind of playing catch up here and getting used to everybody who's on these cards. So I'm pretty much, I'm, I'm involved. I'm, I'm invested to get to know everyone a lot better and just in, enjoy everything coming out of Japan. We're going to hop over to the, our main topic here. Again, this is another, a lot of talent here. I'm not familiar with, but I did enjoy it. Night two of Wrestle Kingdom in Yokohama, 11 matches. Yeah. Ethan, which, which night did you prefer night one or night two? Night one. And I'm going to tell you why. So, I mean, night two was good. Don't get me wrong. Night two was good. This is the second year they did Noah versus, or New Japan versus Noah. Survivor Series were off for SmackDown. But not the point. <laughs> night one, I like better because we had Okada versus Jay White. That was excellent. Even though the storyline, the, the match was cold. Like, the build up to it, sorry, was cold. Excellent GW title match. Action IWGP tag title match. A banger of the U.S. title match. Just lots of great matches there. Night two was for that. Out of the night two matches, there's two I really I recommend go checking out, but I'll, I'll tell you which two when we get to them. But it wasn't too bad. I just like night one a little bit better. Yeah, I think stuff like this, especially when it was like when Survivor Series started doing the Raw and SmackDown stuff, like was it five or six years ago? 2016. Felt, yeah, 2016, 2017. It just felt forced. It's like, oh, people who are on SmackDown and Raw, they just hate each other now for like a month and then they fight and then. Survivor Series comes and goes. And this doesn't feel as bad as that. I'm again, I'm not familiar with some of this talent. It definitely felt like this was more like, a, oh, these are, I don't want to use the word exhibition. It was just like, oh, we're going to announce these matches against these people. There's very little to no, you know, beef between them. If you didn't know, you probably know more than I do. So at night two, it was pretty much more about the LIJ Congo stuff. <laughs> really, there really did anything else. But I mean, we get to Okada, Kiyomiya, we'll get to that but coming into the second night it was more about congo and lij because at the end of Re- they gave sure the junior retail match when lij was in their backs so congo showed up and then came chris charles i laugh i forgot to mention this during a review jim game was like is it kenny omega again <laughs> <laughs> i forgot to mention that but i did laugh when he brought that up because taking a shot at brawl out but that's in the past anyway and then during Pro Wrestling Noah, how was show that got delayed on the Wrestle Universe? LIJ showed up, signed the shirt. He asked Keno and Congo to sign it. They all did. And then Keno was just like, You came without a ticket. You owe me 2,500 yang. I want it, you criminal. I just laughed, basically calling him a criminal because he showed up to Pro Wrestling Noah. And I was like, Well, you showed up to New Japan without a ticket. So <laughs> it was more about the LIJ Congo best of five, really, than anything else until we get to what meant the Okada Kimia stuff which we'll get to in a little bit there. Yeah, let's hop right into this card then. There's the pre-show. Both, I'll let you read all these names because you are definitely way more versed in them than I am. No problem, buddy. So we, so first pre-show match, based on the, well, no, I don't call them young lines, but we were all just going to call them rookies. So it's Kusui Fujita and Ryo Oyo in New Japan. They defeated Noah's Daishi Oshawa and Yashitaka Yano. 12 minutes and 12 seconds to be Boston Crab on Osawa. So New Japan... It gets on the board one win. Noah was zero. I gave this match six out of ten. And this 
tag team match, Sam. I got this one right. You got this one wrong. It was fun little opening pre-show Young Lions match. I thought that was fun. And then the second pre-show match, representing New Japan. I'm gonna be saying that a lot. Get used to it. <laughs> uh, Oscar Lube team with Team Team Tomohiro Ishii. I butcher that really bad. Goes against Noah's Masaki Mia and Daiki Imba. With Team Noah getting the win at 10 minutes 28 seconds via Jailhouse Log on Oscar Lube. I give this match 7 out of 10. I want to see Kima and Ishii beat the shit out of each other. That was fucking great. Yeah, this was, this was, I enjoyed this. Pretty much anything Ishii's in, you know, he's a, just a fucking workhorse. Yeah, and Kimia reminds me of Ishii a little bit, but I want to see them going at it. But during this matchup, it was pretty much more them with Oscar Lube and Imba in the background, but. You figure Oscar with the one young line, New Japan lines in the match, you figured they were not winning. <laughs> but so Noah, Team Noah brings up 1 1. Now we go to the actual show. This is a mixture, but I still count it as points. So representing Noah, well, I guess Takashi Shigeru, one of GC Tech Champs, along with Sujoshi Kojima, fellow GC Tech Champ team will beat Bob Tag Team, Toriyama Hirosh Tanahashi, did defeat Bullet Clubs' El Fantasmo, Ghetto Kenta, Tino with Naomi Mirafuji. Schoolboy and Ghetto in 12 minutes, 20 seconds. I gave this match 5 out of 10, and technically New Japan and Noah both get a point because it was like a mixed bag. But I, it wasn't too bad. I gave it 5 out of 10. Yeah, no, this wasn't wasn't so so bad. All fun talent on this one. I'm surprised uh, Tanahashi was this far down, far up on the card. Didn't think he would have been on the opener. No, I didn't. A lot of people were saying that too. They they were surprised he was in the opening match, but I mean, can't he can't be always in the main. I think his time in the main event slowly dying, but I think he'll get a title. I I hope he gets a championship within by the end of the year. But I gave it five out of ten. wasn't too bad. But Noah and New Japan an extra points so of two two. And then after the match, it pretty much the whole match on off was Bullet Club trying to offer Marufuji two sweets, but he's just like. No, like confused pretty much. And after the match, they were trading words over the two sweet tobacco, which was kind of annoying to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Third match, or technically four. Yeah, fourth match, because I'm kind of pre show. Uh, Alec Desperado defeat Yohei by submission for your numerous toys. Toys, 10 minutes and 57 seconds. I gave this match, what did I give this? Seven out of 10. Fun little juniors match. So New Japan takes the lead, three wins. Noah with two. What'd you think of this, Sam? No, I enjoyed this. It's interesting. I think they're junior. So I have, I think I have very similar sentiments to their junior heavyweight division as I do impacts knockouts division, where I think if Bushi, El Desperado, Takahashi, any of them are wrestling, I'm pretty much invested. I think they have the best junior heavyweight division in the game. I do too. And I forgot to mention, so the... Tomohiro Ishii, Oscar Luke, and Masakimia tag match. I got that one right. Sam, that one you got wrong. Mm-hmm. Dateman tag. Got that. I got that one right. You got that one wrong. This match, I got this one right. You got this one wrong. Off to a 0-4 where I'm at 4 now. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't too familiar with anything going on on the uh, the nowhere end, the Noah end. So that's really just a throwing up dark rice bunch <laughs> <on the> wall. <laughs> but it, Fifth match, six-man tag team action, jun- more junior action. We had from Noah, we had Alejandro, Junta Milwaukee, and the GC Junior Chamber. Um, I'm a Asuka, um, Akun, I'm not 100% going to say his name. Anyway, they defeat New Japan six or nine, Master of Wild Rose Taguchi, and Tiger Mask, nine as 30 cents via 
Firebird Splash. Sam, we both got this match right. Yeah, we did. I remember because again, I'm not familiar with almost any any of the uh, the, the Noah talent. And don't get me wrong, I enjoyed all of all of them, and I want to watch some more of their events they have going on. But I enjoyed yeah. this one. I did this one fun little less than ten minute match. And so, if anyone wants to get into pro wrestling, Noah, you could go on Wrestle Universe or Fight TV. Sometimes they have their stuff on Fight TV. I know the Great Muda's last match, the Bye Bye Show, was on there. You can check that out, and you can also get Wrestle Universe. They got some a lot of great shows on there. But this was a fun, like you said, same fun little six junior ta- six man tag team junior action. I wouldn't mind actually seeing um, some Noah guys in the best Super Juniors this year, honestly. Oh, here we go. All right, Sam. Here we go. That's what I'm talking about here. So the next match, tag team action, we had New Japan's IWGP World Champion Kashishika Okada. Teams that were Tokyo Makabe. They went against Noah's GC Heavyweight Champion Kiyoki Mia and Yoshiga Inamura. This went to a no contest six minutes, 35 seconds. So give a back story. So Okada had Inamura in the in a chin lock. Kimia got tired. Basically, Okada was trying to avoid him the whole match. He did not want to start with them. Kimia was building up this frustration because last year, almost the same tag match to switch the two monsters and put Tanahashi and Muto. That was a fun tag match. That was the only match I actually like from last year's Noah New Japan show. So Kimia kicked him in the back. Okada just you know, sold him, did a couple more times, then boom, kicked him right in the face, and that pissed off Okada. Basically, they had a fight like right outside floor. Kevin Kelly saw the referee the ring the damn bell. So he so the referee finally did, but they it was like a work shoot type thing. And I was like, uh-oh. It, I mean, he, he kicked him pretty good right in the face, too. It Yeah, it looked pretty legit. That's where I was, like, confused. I was like, because Scott sent it to me. And I was like, did that? That looks like, like it was done so well. Where, I mean, it could be it, probably a work. But it was done so well, you get confused for a moment. And you're like, that was low-key. Yes, I know the match ended in a no contest, but this whole bit, for some reason, is the moment that sticks out to me the most because it felt so real with what was going on. Oh, yeah, because, like, I mean, because Kimio tried one and Okada in the match the whole time. Okada was just like, yeah, fuck you. I'm not getting in the match with you. And when he, when he had the chin lock and Iamora, Kimio just was like, fuck this. I'm going to eat. First couple kicks, Okada just no sound that he booted him in the face. But I gave this match 5 out of 10. Technically, I, it, there should have been no points, but oh, I forgot to mention the six man junior tag. I get six out of 10, and they tied 3 3. So the update score New Japan 3, Noah with 3, and we'll say a draw for one point. But Okada's eye was, Papa's eye was bleeding. Man, he threw him too. I was like, uh oh, I think this went to a shoot. It was fun, I'll be honest. And then after the match, Kimia grabbed a microphone and challenged Okada to a match, which we found out he accepted. Or the match was made for Kijimoto's final match on February 21st. That's going to be an excellent match. Yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to that. They really sold that whole bit. That's all I have <laughs> on that one. <laughs> yeah, and then we go to our first of five matches for the best of five between LAJ and Congo. So the first one was the Battle of the Juniors. We had Bushi and LAJ goes against Tadasuke. And Tadasuke gets to win 11 minutes, 9 seconds via Tupac. That's what he calls the finisher. Don't ask me. <laughs> so gets to win 11 minutes, 9 seconds. So Noah is in the lead by one win. And Congo takes a 1-0. I get this 4 out of 10. It wasn't bad of a match. It was just, it was okay, but I couldn't fully get into it. It went, it didn't get past first gear, as I was trying to say there. No, I get that. I, I would I would agree with that. Match Second match of the best of five series. This time it was an untitled match. IWGP driven champ, Hiromu Takahashi. 
defeating Congo's Hydre Aura via time bomb to a 13 minutes and 5 seconds. So LAJ and Congo tie, making a New Japan 4, no 4, Noah 4. 6 out of 10. I thought that was, this was better than the Bushi match, but th- this was fun. Yeah, like, no. This was a fun junior match. Takahashi, I mean, for somebody who broke his neck, you know, he still looks great in the ring. Yeah, come back to the ring there. I was like, oh. Well, it was pretty much, it was almost like every time Takahashi, Hiromu got some stuff in. Hajime Aura was just like, taking advantage. And then he had Victory World in Time Bomb too. I mean, fun little 13-minute match. I mean, can't go wrong, 6 out of 10 for me. Third match, we had LJ Sonata goes over Monopoly Soa. Soa gets to win in 13 minutes and 57 seconds with, with the ballistic. It looked like a DDT, I think it was supposed to be. But Noah goes up five, new trail four. Congo in the lead with two wins, LJ one. I give this match also six out. And, and these two had history. So, I mean, this this was a lot of fun. Two heavyweights going at it. And Soya just looks like a beast out there. And I forgot the match was the Okada tag match. We both got that one wrong. Bushi match, we both got wrong. The Haruma match, we both got right. Sonata Soy match, we both got right. Forgot before I forgot to mention. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. And then the fourth match, non-title match, best five series. We had Shingo Takagi, the KOPW 2023 champion. Goes against Kazuhiko Nakajima. Again, they both had history. This is the second time I think they faced off. But Shingo gets to win at 18 minutes and 28 seconds. Feel laughs at Dragon. Sam, this is an Ethan pick. I give it 8 out of 10. We're tied up all together. I enjoyed this. Usually, I think with everything, I've been watching these uh, during my work time. So ends up, ends up happening. Sometimes I look back and forth, back and forth. But Shingo Takage, for somebody who's... I wasn't really familiar with until he joined New Japan. And I know he's in the spotlight right now, you know, with the title match coming up with Okada. He's definitely become one of my more favorite talents over there. Yeah, mine too. So I seen him a little bit in Dragon Gate, like when I could. Then he did some stuff for Ring of Honor. He did some stuff like Dragon Gate USA as well. But I didn't fully get more into his work until, like you said, until New Japan when he came in in 2018. Had that excellent match with Will Ospreay in 2019 at the Finals Best Super Juniors. Shingo's just giving out banger matches. But we tied things up. And by the way, Sam, you got this one right. I got this one wrong. I said Nakajima. But I ain't mad I got that one wrong, honestly. <laughs> and then the main event, fifth and final match of the best of five series. To see a Naito getting the win over Keno, 26 minutes and 57 seconds via Destino. Sam, another Ethan pick. I recommend checking this match. I give it 9 out of 10. So New Japan takes the win with 6 wins, no 5. And then LJ, you know, best 5, 3 to 2. This was a fun main event. I get us nine out of ten. And Sam, you got this one wrong. I got this one right. Yeah, no, this was this was good. Uh, I enjoyed this again. I I actually probably should go back and watch these last two matches over again because I did enjoy them, kind of like I did with Kenny and Osprey. New Japan main events are usually they're pretty consistent when we talk about you know some of the best matches out there. Yeah, that one was fun. And then uh, after the match, Naito I for Keno Nello J salute, but Keno rejects it. So him and the rest of Congo go to the outside. Naito's kind of promo. All of a sudden, Keiji Muto comes in the ring and challenges now to be his final opponent to Tokyo Dome, which we already talked about. And Naito was pretty quick to accept. Battle of bad knees at, on February twenty first. <laughs> A lot of fun stuff still happening. And this was it was it was interesting to have the two nights separated this far apart. I was surprised that they did that, but I'm assuming it's had to do with pro wrestling Noah's schedule. But nonetheless, if nobody has seen this, you definitely check out night one and two. Definitely include two. Definitely check out pro wrestling Noah as well. A little less to say about this night because, like I said, you're you're familiar with more with the factions, you know, LIJ and Congo. 
but definitely worth a watch. Definitely worth investing your time in Noah at this point. But Ethan, thank you so much for getting on with me again. We're going to be covering uh, in the next month or so. We'll have some other stuff that we'll be handling. We're going to at some point get a more stable schedule for the New Japan content. Oh, and before I forget, same story. We forgot to talk about the Junior Festival in March 1st there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's start with that. I totally forgot. They keep mentioning it. Yeah, so so Hiromu finally gets his wish. He is having a all-star junior festival in Corrigan Hall March 1st. It's all junior heavyweights. Here are the promotions. I'm just going to run them down right quick. So it's a lot, so bear with me here. So we have two AW, never heard of them. 666 Pro Wrestling, never heard of them. All Japan Pro Wrestling, big Japan Pro Wrestling. I don't even know what I was doing there. <laughs> uh, CMML, DDT, Tradition, Dragon Gate, Beyond Bear Pro Wrestling. They're actually not a bad promotion. Gleet. Just Tap Out, Kashishu Pro Wrestling, Michinoku Pro Wrestling, New Japan, obviously, Osaka Pro Wrestling, Pancrase Mission, Pro Wrestling Baresta, Pro Wrestling Freedoms, Pro Wrestling Noah, Pro Wrestling Secret Base, Pro Wrestling Zero One, and Raiku Dragon Pro Wrestling. And the participants they know so far was, well, obviously, Hiromu, El Dasperado, Tai Jishmore, and from Dragon Gate, we have Dragon Kid going to take part, but that looks fun. And I only heard of maybe like maybe 10 promotions out of this list they gave. Yeah, you'll have to send that to me. I was actually looking for that. I wanted to take a look. So just forward that to me so we can super curious on that. So you can follow me on Twitter at wrestling underscore fan underscore nine. I help ATR with New Japan results. You can follow me on my web- wrestling website, wrestlingwithethan.wordpress.com, where I review pretty much any wrestling promotion I can find. WWE, NXT, AW, Impact, New Japan, Dragon Gate, Stardom, All Japan, etc. PW Mania, I covered WWE, NXT, Dragon Gate, Stardom, any Japan promotion, Pro Wrestling Post, I cover Impact and NWA. You can also catch me on my podcast, so Walk with Ethan, me and my co-host John Crooks. We'll be going, we'll drop episodes every Friday and Sunday now, instead of just Sundays. So yeah, and same, I just said that to you there. Awesome. Thank you very much. I will take a look at that. And guys, thank you so much for listening. If you don't want to do so, please make sure you follow us at Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and in YouTube at Above the Ring. You can find myself as this will be official. You can pretty much find us on all streaming platforms. If there's one that you cannot find us on, please let us know. We'll put ourselves on there on the streaming platform. Please make sure you like, share, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review. Tell people why Ship It Series and Above the Ring. It's a podcast of your choosing and why they should listen to us as well. Thank you so much for listening. This has been night two of Wrestle Kingdom 17. We will be back shortly again. Thank you, Ethan, so much. Don't forget to ship it and as always do not forget to join the bedlam welcome to the all 80s movies podcast i'm bill and i'm jason and this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters the flops and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies the 1980s so whether you're a brain a jock a valley girl or a jedi we've got some 80s classics for you do these movies stand the test of time Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.